Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If it's not in our best interest, it's not in his either. And he's going to speak up about it. This is The Roy Green Show. Happy Father's Day to all the dads. That's a good day for fathers. I can't tell you how many people I called to try to get them on the show today as guests for topics that we were going to do. And I heard again and again from uh, from men, I, I, I'm sorry, my kids are taking me out to play golf or I'm going to be at a brunch or, you know, this and that's being done for me for Father's Day. And then the women I called to try to get them to speak to their uh, issues and uh, that I wanted them to speak to. In many cases, it was the same issue for the men and the women and the women callers. I called said, no, I'm taking my uh, husband or my better half out for Father's Day. So I hope you're enjoying yourself because you've caused me problems for this show today. Uh, one thing that really generated a tremendous amount of response were three tweets that I uh, posted yesterday during the show. And it still continues. It went out, uh, went out all afternoon, all of last night and overnight. They were, they were retweeted. And uh, here they are. We'll talk about them in the next hour. But I'm just going to tell you which ones they are. Here's the first one. Those of us who challenge national carbon taxation are challenging the truthfulness of governments. It's not that we don't care about the environment. When a government cannot cost carbon taxation for Canadian families, we'd better challenge them. Challenge them. The second one was Doug Ford dominated the Ontario election. Key promises, it's over for cap and trade, and motorists get a carbon tax break. The rejected left in Ontario and panicked federal liberals are set to squash the will of Ontario voters, stand with Premier Ford, and demand your will be respected. And then the third one was Doug Ford's pledge to scrap Ontario's participation in the Ontario-Quebec-California cap-and-trade scheme as Catherine McKenna pledging Trudeau government will impose carbon tax and take back every cent Ontario motorists are scheduled to save on gasoline costs. Those three tweets just generated, and you can take a look at The Roy Green Show. Just have a look on Twitter, at The Roy Green Show. They generated overnight reaction, and it's still going on. So uh, that's in the next hour. We have a lot coming up. Uh, amazing young lady, 19 years of age. I read her column on political correctness. I had no idea who had written it. It was an o- on an online uh, political site. And as I was reading it, I expected that I'd look at a byline and find a very, very f- well-known, famous name. And I saw the name that I... I'd never seen before. I'd never, I'd never seen this person's name. Lily Coleman. So I got in touch with the website, and they put me in touch with Lily. She's a 19-year-old university student, and this is her first attempt at writing a column. So she'll join us uh, top of the next hour. But there's been a lot of response and a lot of interest in what I tweeted about conservative leader Andrew Scheer. 
and the uh, exchange with Maxime Bernier. And Mr. Bernier being tossed, as I've been saying, into the political gulag by Andrew Scheer. And, and you can almost see this coming from the very beginning. From the very beginning of the Andrew Scheer leadership when he uh, squeaked out of victory. And it doesn't matter. You just don't have to have one extra vote. And then you're the, you're the winner. That's the way it works in our system. Andrew Scheer had 66 extra votes, and uh, then Maxime Bernier and his followers were suggesting that um, Andrew Scheer had signed up fake conservatives over the issue of supply management. And um, now you know the story that's happened over the last couple of days. So I started to question Andrew Scheer, and... uh, I started to hear that I was wrong. So what I want to do here is for about 30 seconds play you, because I like Andrew Scheer. He's a nice guy. He's been on this program. I'm sorry he's not here today to talk about what he did and about his stewardship of the party and how he can feed Justin Trudeau. I put on my Twitter feed that I'd like to speak with him and, and, and Maxime Bernier as well. And Maxime Bernier replied on in a direct message on Twitter. I haven't heard from Mr. Scheer or his people. But we we got along fine when I spoke with him during the uh, leadership campaign and then subsequently. Here's a little bit of of how that went. Well, I I think it's phony. I think it's completely fake. I think the prime minister realized uh, soon after the Omar Cotter payment that uh, Canadians weren't buying his version of events. So he tried to uh, display this mock outrage and and fake uh, anger as well. He chose to make that payment. He did not have to. There was no court order telling him to do so. Omar Cotter already received his compensation. He got to come back to the country that he uh, essentially took up arms against. Uh, I don't buy his, his, his anger at all. I think it's completely phony. So there's a little bit of Andrew Scheer. He uh, sounds fine. Yeah. But what is different about him? What's going to carry him over the top and let him defeat Justin Trudeau? So the, can they, the Conservative Party of Canada is a political party with the word conservative in its brand it doesn't represent all philosophical conservatives in Canada. And I was accused on Twitter of harming the conservative brand by challenging Andrew Scheer's firing of Maxime Bernier, essentially the firing of uh, Bernier, as he was kicked out of the CPC opposition front bench for challenging supply management of dairy products in Quebec. And a chapter of his book, which deals with supply management, being published on Maxime Bernier's personal webpage. And Maxime Bernier's reply was the chapter was already available online on his publisher's webpage for weeks. Still, Andrew Scheer kicked Bernier off the front bench as critic and consigned the man who scored 49% of the vote for the leadership of the party to the political gulag. Not a smart move, I don't think, and possibly a vindictive one. That gives the liberals fodder to fire at the CPC through the election. And I ran a Twitter poll, not much promoting of the poll went on, asking which man would be better suited to lead the party in the next federal election. 71% answered Maxime Bernier. Now, those in the party who challenged me on Twitter argued conservatives should line up behind Andrew Scheer because he won the election to lead the party. And my reply is, that's fine for CPC members, but I'm not obliged to support Mr. Scheer because I'm not a member of the Conservative Party of Canada. I'm a philosophical conservative, and I'm not just going to jump on board with a political party which uses the word conservative in its branding. 
to members of the Conservative Party of Canada who've become angry with me over my position, let me point you to the Liberal Party and their members' blanket support for Stefan Dion and Michael Ignatieff as Liberal leaders. How did that work out? The Liberals wound up with just 32 seats in Canada's Parliament after the Ignatieff fiasco. So Andrew Scheer may be your leader, but he's not my leader. The Conservative Party of Canada is only my preferred political party if it supports and engages true Conservative initiatives. Again, I don't dislike Andrew Scheer at all. Not at all. Yes, Mr. Scheer has attacked Justin Trudeau during question period, and we'll play a bit of that for you in a bit. But that's not where elections are won and lost. There are rules during question period. You speak, then the other person speaks, with the speaker keeping the exchange civil or trying to. There's lots of booing and lots of applauding from MPs, and it has the aura of being staged. You know, we have an ISIS member living in Toronto openly and communicating with the New York Times bloggers about having committed murder for ISIS. And he hasn't been informed, or he hasn't informed the RCMP, he says, because it's none of their business. So, Mr. Scheer challenged Trudeau about the Canadian Prime Minister's repeated defending of terrorists, but he did that in question period. I think Mr. Scheer could do a lot more about this particular case, this particular individual who says he's a, an ISIS killer. Anyway, yeah, look, there's the border issue, which is 100% out of control, and Justin Trudeau is doing little. His government is committing $50 million to build a residence for illegal border crossers where they can live and access free Canadian social programs. Mr. Scheer this week wrote a letter to Justin Trudeau asking him to enforce Canadian border rules. A letter? Seriously? It's okay to write the letter, but... There has to be a stronger follow-up. Now, the Conservative Party of Canada did increase its polling numbers recently, but that had a lot to do because of uh, Justin Trudeau's misfires. I think the national profile for the Conservative Party of Canada is provided by Michelle Rempel, Candace Bergen, and uh, Pierre Poilier primarily, not by the party leader. So let me open the phone lines at 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Are you a conservative Canadian? Not necessarily a member of the Conservative Party of Canada, but are you a conservative person who wants to vote conservative next year, and you want the Conservative Party to really stand behind conservative values? Not be something just a little bit off to the right or somewhere from the liberals and the New Democrats. 800-263-2428. Do you agree or disagree with what I've said about Mr. Scheer, Andrew Scheer, and the leadership and, and his, his, his dumping Maxime Bernier? you're a party member and you think that this is wrong and this is harming the conservative cause in Canada, make your case, 800-263-2428. If you think I'm onto something, let us know. I suspect the liberal operatives, including representatives of Mr. Butts, will be paying attention. 
It's 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Your calls, your points of view when we come back. He has been called many things, but we just call him Roy. This is the Roy Green Show. I've made a, a very public commitment that the first order of business that I will do will be to repeal Justin Trudeau's federal carbon tax. Uh, he is imposing this as an Ottawa knows best top-down approach uh, on provinces that do not want it. And I believe uh, that it is completely ineffective when it comes to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And it just becomes another source of revenue. Uh, it's going to make Canada's economy completely uh, uncompetitive against uh, our, our trading partners. And, uh, and I, will, I will repeal it. So you see, he has the uh, the right idea. Andrew Shear said one of his first orders of business, if he's elected, is to do away with Justin Trudeau's carbon tax. But for the life of me, I couldn't remember that he'd said that in the interview that I did with him. I couldn't remember. I really could not remember. I want to be able to remember what the conservative candidate says, because I know I'm going to remember what the liberal candidate says, because he says it in such an interesting way. Emphasis on interesting. Dan is in Toronto. How are you, Dan? Roy, great topic. First of all, um, maybe Sheer said the right thing, but it's all in the delivery and the message. And the fact of the matter is he's being a too careful, scripted politician, even though he has conservative views. But he needs to wake up and not be the typical cautious politician, which we are all sick of. I mean, Donald Trump and Doug Ford did not get elected by accident. They got elected by design. There's a reason. So we're sick of these policy wonks and scripted, um, perfect talkers. And you have to remember that Maxime Bernier, even though his English isn't terrific, he's become much better at speaking English. And Maxime Bernier will kick the proverbial milk bucket over. And uh, he's, he's not shy about being rough with uh, with issues and being rough around the edges. So so I, I just think it was – let's go back to the genesis of the conversation. I think it was – I think it was a terrible decision for the party for Mr. Scheer to dump Mr. Bernier. Yes, you're probably right. But also what you mentioned earlier, I think Michelle Rample, that's the person who should be leading the party. I, 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 I think the world of her and of Candace Bergen. Yeah. I so. think they're, they're amazing. And they've been around for, for, for a number of years. They were both in the, uh, in the Stephen Harper government. They were both ministers. And I, I just think the world of both of them. And they speak like regular human beings, Roy. Yes, they do. That's what we need. Yes, they do. They're not measuring every word before they utter it. Thanks for the call. Linda is in Winnipeg calling us on the Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Hi, Linda. Good, good day, Roy. You know, um, I agree. I'm not a conservative, but I agree 100% with what you're voiced. And, you know, as to allotting $15 million for housing for, um, well, I term illegal asylum seekers, I have to question, I find it abhorrent. What about the homeless in Canada, our Canadians? 
that who who have worked all of their life uh, contributing to the coffers. And who's been talking about who has been the the point person? On this issue from the conservative, it's, it's been Michelle Rempel. Now, I understand she's the immigration critic, but when there's a huge issue like this, I'd expect the party leader to be the one who's out there in front, making himself known, making his points well known, and then having the, the support cast, if you will, from the front bench support him. Absolutely. And, and Roy, um, I personally know of two homeless vets who fought in the Afghanistan war, yeah. came, back, riddled, came back riddled with PTSD, mm-hmm. and they sleep in a mission in Winnipeg. That's terrible. And, That's and just they, terrible. And you see, should we not help our own first? Well, of course of course they should, but Mr. Trudeau, yes. he had the $10.5 million for Omar Carter. Now, who, if you say you're not conservative, who do you want to vote for? I, I don't know anymore because I, I find so much corruption in each What a good answer. I don't know anymore. I don't. What a good answer. Thank you, Linda, in Winnipeg. What a good answer. This is what I think a lot of people are feeling. They just don't know anymore. Frank in Toronto, did Andrew Scheer blow it when he fired, essentially, Maxime Bernier? Well, Roy, first I want to compliment you because, just quickly, because you're one of the few people that I'll even bother listening to because you actually have a brain that functions. And, you're, <laughs> and, and what I compliment you on is, Roy, I want to say that I was born in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and I'm a dual citizen, and I'm an American and a Canadian because I have a parent from each side of the border. And I've become absolutely disgusted with Canadians so many that are anti-American now. They'll compliment Saudi Arabia and Iran before they'll compliment the United States. And there's so many haters of the states living here. And it's part due to what goes on on Roxon Road and Trudeau and his open door who wants to help Syrians more than he wants to help Canadians. Now, as far as the Conservative Party goes, just to comment more on topic, is is Part of the problem is they need to take religion out of politics. That's been an ongoing issue to me for so long because it was what it was. But where does where does Frank have thirty seconds? Where does the religion factor into the situation with Andrew Shear? Well, because well, I was you were just talking about what the problems are with the with the conservatives, right? Right. You know, and I think that part of it is. There's a lot of people that, sh- that, that sort of hesitate to go conservative because of those issues, because they're so on the Bible and pro-life and, and you know, these issues. I don't want to take up too much yeah, time. No, I, I, now, Frank, I'm sorry, but I have to go. I literally have four seconds here before we have to take the break, and then we'll come back with more calls at 800-263-2428. Thanks for the good words, Frank. I appreciate it. More of your calls about Andrew Scheer leading the conservatives and firing Maxime Bernier, in effect, when we come back. Sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. This is the Roy Green Show. Joe Warmington's coming up in about... uh, 12 minutes time from the Toronto Sun. I'll talk to Joe about the shootings in Toronto, particularly the five and nine-year-old kids who became acceptable collateral damage to thugs. One has been charged. 
back to the Andrew Shear issue. Was dumping Maxime Bernier a winning move or just a, and I can, so I will move? Your calls, uh, back to them in a few seconds. Let me just read you a few emails and tweets that have come in. Uh, John, at Larry's boy on Twitter, uh, agree, Roy, that Andrew Shear really needs to get more forceful and speak out more. Yes, he sounds so scripted, not what we need these times. Also agree firing at Maxime Bernier was not a good move at all. Great show as always. Well, thanks so much, John. I appreciate that. Um, and emails, let me just read you a couple from Frank in Calgary. Dear Mr. Shear, I'm a conservative supporter living in Calgary. The way that Maxime Bernier was summarily removed from the conservative shadow cabinet is reminiscent of Cuba and Russia, ridding themselves of competitive forces. You're treading on very dangerous water. Your totalitarian view of your views is very dangerous. Uh, Jenny emails, Hi, Roy. I'm a paid member of the CPC, and I voted for Aaron O'Toole. I believe he would be a strong candidate to take on Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party. You're 100% correct, and please keep fighting this issue. Andrew Scheer is a nice man, but not prime minister material, and the conservatives under him will lose the next election. And uh, the last one I'm going to read is from Cody. Hey, Roy, Andrew Scheer is a prairie boy, and so am I, so I like him just based on that. Although I think Mad Max would have been a better leader, he seems to have a better political will or be more cutthroat. Just my take on it. But I think Trudeau would have been getting a tougher ride with Mr. Bernier as the leader. Let's get to your calls again at 800-263-2428. Is Andrew Scheer the right person to lead the Conservative Party into the next federal election against Justin Trudeau? Trudeau's vulnerable, but you see how quickly he was able to regain ground over the last week with this issue with, uh, with, with Donald Trump. Paul is in Chestermere, Lake Alberta. How are you, Paul? I'm good, sir. How are you today? Excellent. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fiscal conservative. I'm a strong conservative. I live in, in the Calgary region. Uh, I have nothing personal against Mr. Shear. He's a nice guy, uh, has a beautiful family, but he's not the kind of guy that we need in there to take on Trudeau. It's interesting that so many people share that point of view that I uh, that I that I've sort of been developing over the last six months. That nice man, very nice guy, probably a terrific guy to have a beer with and talk hockey with. Absolutely, but not the guy the way he is now to win the next federal election. Not he has to, he has not to toughen tough. it up. Yeah. yeah. Paul, if I asked some of your neighbors and your friends, what would they say? I think they would be mostly in agreement with that. Okay. Thank you for the call, sir. 800-263-2428 is the number. 800-263-2428. Look, I don't want another four years of Justin. It's not good for the country. It would not be good for Canada to have another four years of Justin Trudeau. Now, I, there are people who will say, well, you're always, you're pushing the conservative values. Why don't you, why don't you give the left a chance? Hey, there is so much left-wing commentary in the media, in this country, that if there's a conservative voice here and there, it's not exactly like we're overpowering all the left-wing voices that are just constantly constantly firing from from the left. Tom is in Sutton, Ontario. How are you, Tom? 
Hi, Roy. I'm well, and I hope you're well, too, and thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I I just want to hear from Mr. Shear and uh, Mr. Bernier, like you've been asking them to respond to you. I'd like to hear that first, Roy, before I make any judgments on that. But as far as Mr. Shear goes, we got to give him a chance, and I think he's he will defeat Trudeau next year, but we have to give him a chance. And I think he will come around to get more aggressive and take care of business. Well, he certainly needs to do that. I did hear from Maxime Bernier. I read the tweet that he sent me, or at least the direct message he sent me. Hi, Roy. Thanks a lot for the offer, but I prefer not to give any interviews for now, Max. That's good. I mean, but Mr. Shear, I think he's going to step it up, Roy. There's no question about it. He has it. to. He, he has uh, to. You I know, he it, will, and he will eventually, and yeah. I think we've got to give him a chance. All right. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate the call. A good, a nice smile and dimples on your cheek, or cheeks. It just isn't enough. And I think that you have to have some real sandpaper when you debate Justin Trudeau. Not because he's a remarkably eloquent individual, but because he just comes across so... comes across like car wax. It's the only thing I can think of. Justin Trudeau is like a container of car wax. So you need to have some sandpaper. Lawrence in Edmonton, good day, sir. Yes, I just wanted to comment about Andrew Shear. Yes, sir. I've been uh, years. I worked for seven years, seven campaigns for the late Steve Poprosky. And as far as I'm concerned, their PCs. There is no PCs in Canada. There are a conservative party that is under the guise of uh, the alliance and reform parties. It's more of a separatist party as far as I'm concerned, and the same thing is happening in Alberta. All right, Lawrence, appreciate the call, sir. I think you're getting some feedback from your radio there. Serge is in Collingwood, Ontario. Serge, does Andrew Shear have what it takes? And when he removed Maxime Bernier from the front bench of the Conservative Party, did he do the right thing? Um, I'm just going to say that um, my brother-in-law was a huge supporter of Conservative all across the country. It doesn't matter where it is. But the second year that Andrew Shear was elected, he wasn't too happy and he just says he doesn't believe in his values and says that, um, you know, like I've heard previous callers say that he's a great family man and a great guy, and I believe that. Completely possible. But he says that he's just not the right guy to have in power right now and that they can definitely find somebody else for Alberta. Interesting. Now, did you, you said he was your brother or your brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law, firm, yes. staunch conservative. Yes, but always, doesn't... He, was a, he was a huge, sorry to interrupt you, he was a, he was a huge fan yeah. of uh, Rob Ford. But then uh, uh, Doug Ford came into power, and uh, we're, we're not too happy about it here. But if conservative leadership happens to work in Alberta, then, you know, um, all the power to them. I just don't think Andrew Shear's the right guy. If it were Doug Ford, since you mentioned the Ford family, right. if it were Doug Ford instead of Andrew Shear leading the federal conservative party, how do you think your brother-in-law would react? Um, <laughs> probably a little bit differently. He was. <laughs> He liked Rob, but uh, he's not a fan of Doug, ironically. Uh, I remember uh, getting a text from my sister saying, did you tell my kids you were voting for Doug Ford? I said, uh, no. <laughs> so it didn't turn out too well, but um, I think that he liked Rob Ford, but I don't think he's a fan of 
necessarily a fan of Doug's values either. Okay. So uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. So not Doug. Rob, yes, but not Doug, but certainly not Andrew Sheeran. There's a lifelong conservative point of view. Heather in Burnaby, British Columbia. How are you, Heather? Oh, I'm fine. I've voted quite a few years conservative. I'm not a member, party member. I only wish that Mr. Shear would be more like Jason Kenney. Then I would know who to vote for because right now I'm sitting in that hole, not knowing who. So my, 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 gut, my gut feel was correct that there are many conservatives in this country who really want to vote conservative next October, but are not sure exactly who Andrew Scheer is and, and what he's about. That's right. Uh, I see nothing when I see him. I barely ever see him stand up and say much of anything, and if he does, it's just wishy-washy. All right, Heather, thank you. We'll wrap it up with Don in Calgary. Hello, Don. Hey, Roy, first-time caller. Thank you, sir. Uh, paid Conservative Party member. I did not support Shear in the uh, leadership con- uh, race. Um, I supported Maxine because of supply management. Uh, very, very, very disappointed in what Andrew Shear just did. Um, I'm sorry, but he's more like a can of wax than, uh, than Trudeau. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm, <laughs> Roy, as you can tell by my speechlessness, I'm not sure who I'm going to vote for now. It's, you're not the first person to tell me that. I'm sorry, Mr. Shear is not doing the job. Um, I'm on the Conservative Party email list, so of course I'm getting all the propaganda from them. I keep emailing them back saying, hey, don't tell me, tell Canadians. Like, uh, you're mm-hmm. listening to the choir here, guys. Tell Canadians what Trudeau's doing and get that guy off his butt and get him going. I gave them pure hell for uh, the, the loss of the by-election out in British Columbia because Sheer did absolutely nothing to make sure that they, they got a win out there. And this guy is just not doing the job, and I am not happy, and I will not be renewing my membership. Right? Wow. Thank you, Don. I appreciate the call. Now, you should know we didn't screen the calls. We took them as they came because we wanted to know what people were thinking without you having any opportunity to maybe suggest we were just putting on anti-Andrew Shear calls. That's what's not what it's all about. And I would suggest that Mr. Shear and his his team, and you'll be, you know, they'll be aware of what we did because they're, they'll be aware of any time anybody talks about or writes about Andrew Shear and the Conservative Party, they'll know. Take what you just heard to heart. There are far more conservatives in this country who are not members of your party than conservatives who are. Joe Warmington, when we come back.